Hey there, traveller, and welcome to Peace in the Promise pod. I'm your host, Marembe, aka Peace in the Promise, and I am so glad that you found your way here. It's my hope that through the sharing of my many tales and stories of roads travelled, you may come to know that you are not alone in this walk, and that peace truly is attainable right now, whether you are in the wilderness or in the land of promise. Happy listening, and remember that every experience is unique. What's up, guys, and welcome to Life with Peace, a podcast that's brought to you by Peace and the Promise. Formerly known as Peace and the Promise Pod, Life with Peace explores what it looks like to invite the peace of God into your everyday. It's a flavorful combination of storytelling, heartfelt laughter, and the Word of God, dished up to serve you real, hope-filled, holistic encouragement in the varying seasons of life. Happy listening, and remember that every experience What's up guys and welcome to another episode of Life with Peace. Your host here is Marembe aka Peace from Life with Peace aka Peace from Peace in the Promise if you were here before. That's a lot of peas in a sentence and I'm sure you're hearing me going like and it's probably irritating your ears but God bless you. May God anoint your ears to hear more peas all right. Anyway, today I'm just going to have a conversation with you guys. I want to talk about something. I want to talk about who are the people in the room with the gift of discernment. I want to ask, who has that gift? Who do you know yourself? If you don't, I don't know, maybe you'll figure it out. But I'm talking like God might give you revelation about something, whether it's through dreams, whether it's just through a knowing in your heart, you just have this ability or God-given gift to be able to discern a thing before it happens or to be able to foresee a thing. It's kind of, you know, I say discernment, it's kind of prophetic too, I'm guessing, but you know, don't quote me on all of that because me, I'm still learning too. But I definitely would identify as being a person with the gift of discernment and prophetic kind of giftings. And yes, that can sound like that's great, that's amazing, But that anyone else with that gift, and you know what, God pours out his spirit. So I'm sure there are many a people who just, you know, God has poured it out. Um, It also can come with its own, you know, level of testing and trials because who knows that when you have the gift of discernment, you also need to wrestle with yourself because I have fallen short in so many areas where God has revealed things to me and I have not approached it or gone about it in the right way. So let me give you an example. Let's say God's given me a dream about somebody doing something, you know, wrong or somebody doing something to offend me or whatever. And I wake up, I'm praying, I I kind of know and I've sensed in my spirit already before that, that something had been going down. So me, like I would get up, I'd go, I could confront the person. (laughs) I'd be like, look, I've seen in a dream that yada, 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 yip, yip, yip. And I'm there going at the person, telling them, I know your business. God's shown me yada, yada, yada. You don't know who you're playing with. Anyway, I didn't go that far. But (laughs) I'm like, look, I would just go in and confront the person. And you know what? Whereas if God has instructed you to approach a person, that's great. But me, I would go into it with my flesh. So trying to go and fight a spiritual war with my mouth. So I'm like, that is A, don't do it like that, please, please. If God's given you revelation, 
you need to come and sit before him. You need to come and sit before him and ask him, like, how do you want me to approach this? Something that God is teaching me in this season is how much I need to surrender to him. So if you were listening to the last episode, I think I was talking about how let's say, you know, you have a desire, but God might tell you to let it go or to lay it down. And it might not seem like a bad desire. It might seem like an actual good thing, but God tells you to let it go. And you're like, why? But it's, he's like, because you've built it on a faulty foundation. So in this circumstance, yes, in my head, it's like, but it makes sense to go and communicate this to this person. But God is telling me and God's been showing me like, yeah, but the way you go about it, you're not going with the right heart. You're not going with the right mentality. Your spirit is all over the place. So you're not seeing clearly. What you need to do is target this thing at its root. You need to target it at the spirit. I've shown you and revealed it to you in the spirit that you may attack it in the spirit. And I will provide opportunity for you to, uh, to approach it in the natural, perhaps in a time, or perhaps I won't, I, I won't ask you to approach it in the natural. And that is the part that is challenging for, I don't know if it's challenging for you, but it is very challenging for me because I tell you, I can see stuff in the spirit, like God will reveal it. And I'm not even asking and he will show me when stuff is going down or literally like before someone will call me and be upset or the phone can ring or before that something can be going down and I will know beforehand. But me, I have a problem with this tongue of mine. But you know what? I'm speaking life. God is disciplining me and training me to speak life. And he's disciplining me and training my tongue. Um, but I would have an issue of just wanting to speak. Like I wanted to prove and I wanted to show people like, no, I know that what you're doing is bad. I know that you're doing this. I know that this is happening. I know that you're gossiping about me. or I know that you're doing this behind the scenes or whatever. But God's like, look, you are fighting... <laughs> I think I shared this on on Instagram or Twitter. He's like, you know, you are fighting a spiritual battle in the natural. This battle can only be won in the spirit. So something God's been doing to me of late, he has allowed me to endure this. There's a certain reoccurring test that he continues to pull up. And I'm like, God, I'm just about done with this mess. But he keeps bringing it up and he keeps bringing it up because he's like, look, I'm going to help you pass this test because I have faced this test many a time in the past. And at times I thought that I passed it, but I think it was an incomplete task. So it was like an incomplete passing of the test. So maybe I got through 90% of the test and I left 10%. And other times I complete straight failed the test, right? But now God's like, okay, I'm representing this test to you so that you may pass with flying colors so that the fruit that comes out of this is going to bless your life and bless the lives of everyone who's connected to you after this. So I'm just kind of sharing as an encouragement. This is probably more a podcast for those who are discerning, those who kind of are more sensitive in the spirit. And I don't want to say more sensitive as in like, oh, you're only people who are discerning no more. No, God speaks to us all. But those who are really tapped in and in tune with what is going on around them, when you can really feel something is off and you can sense something is off. And maybe you're like, oh, you've woken up today and you're like, I don't know, God, I just have a sense that something is off. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I feel like I'm going to receive some hard news today. I feel like, you know, something might come today. I might be tested in this area today. I'm just feeling like I am feeling tested. I'm feeling like something is going to come today. I just want to talk about that real quick because I want to encourage you that the enemy is the one that makes you want to fear. That's something God has been revealing to me. And he's been teaching me that ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Like it's something my, my spiritual mom is always saying, like, he's the one that makes you want to panic and freak out. And my pastor's even said it. He's like, look, 
the enemy wants you, let's say God gives you a dream, then the enemy's the one, when you wake up and you're there panicked, like, oh, oh my gosh, oh, I don't know what to do, oh, I'm panicked, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get attacked. God's like, I did not give you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So when we wake up with those thoughts, we need to cast those back to the pizza hill where they belong, because they're not from God. God reveals so that we can pray, and not so that we can intervene with our fists, but so that he can intervene sovereignly from the position of power and authority and victory, right? So I want to encourage you to not, you know, lay low in discouragement. And this, to be honest, this is an encouragement to myself because me, like I can't have been honestly this season, it's, it's, it's been filled with tests and filled with, you know, strengthening tests. So to me, it could be a test, but I'm sure to someone else, they could say, oh, this is easy. Oh, I've been through worse. But, you know, God has been strengthening me by letting me endure certain tests and he's been allowing them to increase in like, I guess, um, intensity as so it took to to train me more or less and I recognize that because I recognize that I kind of had a little bit of a wimpy attitude before (laughs) at any inconvenience I was like oh no this is so hard like why is this happening God why is this I remember when I was going through the postpartum depression with my son there was a whole season where God it felt like God was silent and I remember I was a whole Israelite in the wilderness where I was like God like I would just be crying and complaining and being like, God, like, you know, it might've been legitimate questions, but I remember I just got to that place where it was like, I was almost just like fighting with God. I'm like, this is not like, what's going on? This is not it. Why are you allowing this to happen to me? Why am I going through all of this stuff? Why is this going on? Why is this happening to me? And you know, God has allowed me and he's, you know, he got me through that season. Even if I was complaining, even if I was like, look, I don't understand what's going on. Even if I was annoyed or frustrated or felt let down by God at certain points, you know, he still carried me through that season and brought me out on the other side. So now in this season, the, the, the tests, some of the tests that I faced back in that season, they have been resurfacing of late. And God has been challenging me to approach them with a new perspective and in a different way. And I tell you, it has been tough on this flesh and it's good because it's refining. But at the same time, you're like, oh, praise Jesus. I need to cling to you every single day of my life so that I don't, you know, lay some hands up in this business. (laughs) So I just, I don't know. This is just a back. This is honestly, it's a verbal reflection But I really believe that this is an encouragement for anyone else that's going through something or you are just having a feeling, an inkling, a sense that maybe the upcoming season might be a bit of a wrestle. Maybe the upcoming season is going to be one that stretches you. But I want to challenge us to approach it with joy. Something that I was actually reflecting on just before was like, you know what, you can approach this one of two ways. If you have a sense that, you know, you're going to receive something, that something is on the way, that something might be coming to test you. You could either approach it with like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be miserable until I receive this bad news. That's like foreboding, predicting bad things and then like putting your life on pause, uprooting yourself from a place of peace and joy just to sit in a place of misery. Or you could be like, well, you know what? The Lord says that in this world, we may have trouble, but to take heart because he's overcome the world. So I don't know for a fact that what I'm feeling is true. And I'm just going to believe God. I'm going to surrender this emotion. I'm going to surrender this feeling, this inkling to God and ask him to reveal if it's something that needs to be revealed. And if it's nothing, may he take it away that I have a peace about it. But either way, we can approach these things with joy. God doesn't give us revelation for us to sit in misery and to be, you know, just a miserable people who are fearful and afraid and angry and just walking and shrinking back because we're like, oh no, there's this test and there's this test. I want to tell you straight up, we're going to have tests. This life, we're going to have tests. You're going to face some stuff that you don't like. There are going to be situations that come up and you're like, what the heck God? I don't understand why this has happened. I don't understand why you've allowed this to happen. 
But the thing is, God is good and we have to learn to trust in his nature. You know what? I was actually listening to, well, I watched a really good, um, oh, what do you call it? I think it was like a YouTube video, but it was like a radio podcast of Dr. Tony Evans and his kids, like Priscilla Shira, Crystal Evans, Hurst, um, Tony Evans and Jonathan Evans. And they've, they've written a book, I think, called Divi- Divine Disruptions, and they're talking about the loss of their mum and all the losses that they've had in their like the past couple of years of their life. I think they've lost like eight people in their family, close people, in the past couple of years. And it was so encouraging and so inspiring. You know, they were kind of discussing the the juggle and the balance between like, you know, obviously praying and interceding and, you know, pressing hard and believing in faith. And then it's like, okay, then what happens when, even when you do all of that stuff, then God's sovereign will still takes over. And let's say the person passes away or things don't turn out the way that you want, or this person still hurts you, or this person's attitude is still remaining the same, like all of that stuff. Like, what do you do in those circumstances? And I would really encourage you guys to go and watch it because it's really blessed my life. And I think it gives us perspective and even seeing their approach to what they've been through. It's an encouragement to believers everywhere. Like, how you can still stand firm on the word of God and you can still have those, you know, it's like that balance. You have those questions, you have those real emotions, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, like the psalmists often do, like I might have my emotions. I might have how I feel my questions. I'm like, what's going on? But still I will trust in the Lord yet. And still I will put my faith in God yet. And still I will still trust that God is good. Right? So I want to, anyway, I'm just like, my mouth has got something on it. Anyway, <laughs> so I want to encourage you guys, like when we are in enduring such circumstances where we are like, look, I'm sensing, I'm sensing that something is trying to press. I, I'm sensing that something might be amidst us. It might be in your personal life. It might even be in the world where you get this, you know, mm, this sense in your spirit, like, oh, okay, something's going down. I want to encourage us to approach it with joy and from a position of victory. I think that, you know, I'm learning that when I kind of look at the circumstances of this life and I look at this world as if this is all that there is, that's when I get consumed. That's when I get taken over by all the stuff that is going on around me. But when I look from the perspective of heaven, when I look and say, hang on, like this earth, honestly, this is just a little blip, like in comparison to the eternal life that's after this. Then I'm like, okay, that gives me perspective. When I understand that there is a real enemy out there, that's just a sign to kind of torment and disrupt the system and poke on my nerves and try and just do stuff to get me upset and to make me respond in a fashion that looks like him, then I'm like, all right, now I understand what's going on. Now I understand why, you know, things are trying to press my buttons and these challenges are coming up and these tests are coming up. They're not accidental. They are actually positioned on purpose to get me off track. But if I trust in the Lord, if I remain in him, then what the Lord allows will actually strengthen me and he will actually use for the good of the kingdom of God. Ultimately, ultimately, even if it doesn't look like it at the present, even if it's hard to understand. So I think it's good, you know, to have these conversations and I think it's good to understand that when you know those gifts of discernment those gifts of you know when you can when you're quite sensitive in the spirit you know it can feel like a bit of I don't want to say burden in a negative way but it feels it can feel a bit like a load sometimes but I think it's like especially if you're still like me if like we're all learning you know if you're still young you're learning you're learning you're learning um 
it can feel a bit like a burden, but I don't think that God gives us that for us to carry it. Like he doesn't give us those things like almost like, you know, a friend that just emotionally dumps everything on you. And then you're kind of like, well, I don't know what to do with all of this information. That's not how God offloads things onto us. He doesn't tell us things like, oh, well, here you go. I just want you to deal with it. Like I can't deal with it. So I'm just giving it to you. No, he, he gives us insight. He opens our eyes to see what's going on in the spirit, whether it's for a moment, whether it's partially, whether it's fully, whatever the word says, we only know in part, we prophesy in part, we speak in part, all of that stuff. So he gives us a glimpse into the spirit realm that we may respond in prayer, that we may respond in faith, that we may know to go back to him to say, all right, God, you've shown this to me. Now give me the wisdom to know how to approach this circumstance. So something I think I tweeted the other day is that um, discernment is not a license to condemn. And as I shared earlier, that's something that I used to do a lot. Like God would reveal something to me and then I would use that kind of as um, ammunition to be like, yes, now I can, you know, kind of, I can, you know, correct this person, quote unquote, but God's like, I'm the one that showed it to you. So I'm the one to do the work. You know, you can't fix people on your own. And also the same way I've shown this to you, like you've got some stuff in you that needs to be worked out too. So <laughs> literally, so I just want to encourage you, like if you've got that gift of discernment, don't use it as ammunition to attack people. Don't use it as ammunition to condemn people because that's not operating in the spirit of God. God shows us things because he's entrusting that information to us for us to use that information safely, wisely, and lovingly and truthfully, right? So whether he's just called you to intercede about it by yourself, intercede, whether he's called you to pray with it with a prayer partner, pray for it. But whatever, whatever you do, make sure you surrender it back to him and don't just try to retaliate in the flesh and make sure that you're led in wisdom and kindness and that God has dealt with you first before you approach it. That's what I'm learning also in this season. I'm like, okay, God, you've given me this information. Now deal with me, like deal with me, any assumption, any hatred, hostility, animosity that is going on within me, deal with it and get it out of the way that I can actually see this circumstance clearly and properly because all of that stuff, that negativity, pride, all of that is going to skew your vision and you're not going to see what he's actually telling you in the fashion in which he desires to fight, right? So, you know, like we've got to look at it with love. So if anything that he reveals to you is causing you to look at somebody hatefully, then that's likely that it's likely that maybe self-righteousness or pride or bitterness and all of that is clouding your vision because anything that he shows you, you should look at the person with love or look at it from the perspective of heaven. So whether you're seeing it as, okay, this is actually the enemy at work, or you're seeing it as, okay, this is a situation that needs to be handled through prayer rather than attacking the person and saying, oh, this one is this, this one is this, this one is this. That's an indication that we're not actually walking in spiritual maturity. So take this opportunity to take your faith to another level, take your discernment, take that, that gift that God has already put in you to another level, allow God to refine it in you and ask God, okay, God, help me to see this thing the way you want me to see it. Let me not just get a dream that this person is arguing with me. And then I begin glaring at them in the flesh because somehow in the dream, oh, they've been gossiping about me. So now I have to be angry with them in the flesh. No, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Take it to God and ask God to help you deal with it. Ask God to help you approach it with wisdom and intercede and take it as an opportunity to pray and really fight the war in the spirit and love that person all the more in the flesh. That's what God is showing me. He's teaching me so much, guys. Like you got to love, you really got to love. And it takes all of Jesus because you know, this flesh is stubborn. 
God is really dealing with me. There was something I didn't want to do the other day. I'm like, for someone, I was like, no, I don't want to do this because I know that this has happened and I know that this is what's going on, but I don't want to do this. And God's like, you better go and serve that person. And I was like, I don't want to, but guess what? The Holy Spirit kicked me up the butt and I served that person. And I'm telling you that not because it's me and not because I'm like, oh, look, exalt me because whatever, whatever. No, I'm telling you, I didn't want to do it, but the Holy Spirit said, do it. So, you know, these, this, these are lessons guys, and these are refining moments. So, you know, we can choose to either just keep our faith at the same level and keep doing the same things that we've always done, or we can choose to kick it up a notch, step it up a notch and actually do the hard things, which is really loving our enemies, loving those that are doing wrong to you, loving those that are persecuting you. I read something somewhere. I don't even know. It was some kind of mess talking about, it was supposed to be on some kind of faith-based health thing saying that, oh, you don't have to love everybody. Meanwhile, it had a scripture at the bottom. I was like, you are confused because Jesus said that we are to love as he loves and we are to love our enemies and to bless those that persecute us and curse us. Right? So if we, uh, there's a scripture that says, you know, if you only love those that love you, what different are you to those of the world? Because even, even, you know, mean people do that. They will love someone that loves them. They're good to people that are good to them. It's easy to do that. It's easy to love people that are good to you. But what the challenge is, is what Jesus did. Loving those that are literally putting you up on a cross and persecuting you and killing you, to be honest with you. So that is the real call for us as believers. I pray that God can empower us, empower me, strengthen me. If you want to pray for me, go for your life. I'm I'm in need of the strengthening. I'm in need of the refilling. But guys, honestly... God has been telling me that this season is all about flourishing. And I I think it's an indication that flourishing does not mean that predators or, or threats or, you know, the things are not going to come to try and threaten that flourish. But it's like, are you going to choose to bow down to the predators or are you going to choose to stand up and rise up and shine all the more? Because things don't have to be perfect in order for you to have peace and in order for you to flourish, in order for you to have joy. You can flourish right where you are. If God has said that you're going to flourish in the middle of the Sahara Desert, best believe you're going to flourish in the middle of the Sahara Desert. So you flourish <laughs> right where you are, right? Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you guys for listening. I pray today you are blessed. May you go through today with a refreshed anointing and understanding. May you be encouraged and may you have an, may you be an encouragement to somebody else. And I just pray that God's peace and his grace shall continue on in you, through you and run before you. I just pray that God's peace continues to sustain you and fill you and go before you in everything that you do. And may you be a blessing today in Jesus name. All right, guys, until the next episode. Peace. All music used is sourced from Ixon Music.